Hey everybody, I'm back with an exclusive bonus episode that is centered around soap operas. So of course on Friday, the daytime Emmys aired and I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the winners and just give my take on whether I agree or disagree. And then also I want to talk about how I feel about the Emmys overall. And then at the end, I want to talk about what I hope to see in the shows when they resume. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. All right, so I'm going to start with the younger outstanding performer category. And for me, I cannot comment on Days of Our Lives winner because I do not watch the show. So I won't say whether I think it's fair or unfair. But I will say that I don't think that it's fair that actresses of Eden's age, Eden McCoy, who plays Jocelyn, that she has to compete in a category with older talents, such as the Days of Our Lives actress or Caitlin McMullen, who plays Willow on GH. So I think that's something that they need to tweak. But then again, you don't have many younger performers. So then that's another thing. And I think they need to bring in more, you know, to continue for the next generation. And hopefully soap operas have, you know, more time left in them and more wind in their sails. So anyway, for me in that category, who I was personally rooting for was Caitlin McMullen, who plays Willow. For me, she's a favorite on the show, and it's interesting because I don't find her character particularly like super entertaining for me, but it's just something about the actress that I think is special that makes me want to see Willow stick around, and that makes me feel for her and want to see more of her. So personally, she's my favorite. I also want to say that it was so nice to see Michelle Stafford as Nina again. I still prefer her as Nina. I'm sorry. Like, no shade or hostility or ill will towards the current actress. But I feel like Michelle Stafford, you know, she is Nina to me. And again, I still prefer her in that role versus Phyllis. Even though she created both roles, essentially, I just feel like Nina is her. Um, I still prefer, and shout out to Gina Tognoni, I still prefer her as Phyllis and wish that we had her back. So anyway, shifting on to supporting actress. So Tamara Braun from GH, she won that award. And it was for her work during the storyline where Oscar died. It was solid work. So I'm not mad that she won it. Um, and let me just say that I do appreciate the daytime Emmys highlighting racial injustice. And I do appreciate Tamara Braun dedicating her award to those, you know, fighting for racial inequality, such as myself and other people of color, other black people those terms are not synonymous but that's a chat for another day but yeah so I do appreciate all that and Brighton who I'll get to later did the same but I also want to say that it's not enough to just use your words it needs to be your actions we need to see you know you back it up we need to see more black writers we need to see more black actresses we need and I mean and not just black you know as well we need to see more latinx writers and actors and actresses and the same for asian actors and actresses but i mean specifically again speaking to the black lives matter movement and our fight for equality we need to see you back it up we need to see it in leadership we need to see it in representation all of that we need to see it in the content in the context of representation what are the storylines like how often are they featured things of that nature words are great i love it but don't make it just a mere platitude let us see it you know so anyway back speaking to the category and the award itself so yeah i'm not mad tamara braun won i think it was a solid performance for her but i have to say for me i was rooting for crystal khalil on young and the restless for me lily mostly does nothing um i think this was just a moment that she was really able to shine in part because of raw emotion in that moment honoring Christoph St. John and I want to dedicate this episode in fact to Christoph St. John 
um, and of course to the fight for racial inequality. Um, but also on a quick note, we're fighting for racial equity. There is a difference between equality and equity. But what again, conversation for another day and another episode. But yeah, dedicating this to Kristoff for sure. But I think she really showed more emotion than we've seen in most of her career. I'd say maybe when she was acting during the cancer storyline that Lily had, that that was the only other time that I really felt something from the actress and the role and again it all relates to storylines and the writers and the directing so I'm not knocking Crystal Khalil at all I love her but I just really feel like she deserved this moment I think it was her first nomination I think she deserved this moment and I think she really deserved this Emmy so that's just my feeling um speaking to Bold and the Beautiful so the actress I believe her name is Anika I'm so sorry if I got it wrong but I believe that's her first name who plays Hope so I've tuned out for Bowling Beautiful for the last two three years like I never saw Steffi have baby Kelly like I've been tuning into the boards here and there seeing what's going on to see if I want to come back to the show and nothing's presented that's made me want to so I can't speak to her but just from little scenes I saw and then hearing the rating spike about the reveal of you know baby Beth being alive I think she could have been a solid contender for the role as well so anyway, moving on to supporting actors. So Brighton James, Young and the Restless, who plays Devon, he won. And I'm glad because finally it was like recognition for that moment. The memorial on the show honoring Neil Winters, but you know, really Christoph St. John. For actors, for creatives, I mean, even though you're given a script, you're given direction, the real acting comes from the heart. It comes from the soul. It comes from the raw emotion that you have. And he got that across on screen brilliantly. I think Kristoff would be honored. I'm glad that he dedicated his award to Kristoff and again, the fight for, you know, equality and things of that nature. So I'm happy that he won. But I also want to shout out two other actors that I think deserve an honorable mention. So James Patrick Stewart on GH, he plays Valentina. Let me tell you, y'all. I could not stand Valentine for the longest. I've recently only been on his side for like the last couple of weeks before the show went hiatus due to the coronavirus. But there is something special about the actor, especially in his scenes with little Charlotte. He just brings such emotion and connection that I can feel the love radiating from him, you know, towards this actress that's not his real daughter, but he just really plays it in the scene and he really, you know, hones in on that moment. I don't know if the submitted scenes really showcase his best quality and maybe that's why he didn't win, but I still want to give him honorable mention and shout out. Another um, I want to give an honorable mention to is Mark Grossman, who plays Adam on The Young and the Restless. I don't like his iteration and version of Adam. You know, we don't speak on that Adam, you know, the second one because of alleged allegations. But he was my favorite Adam for me. But I also did like Justin Hartley's portrayal. Mark Grossman in general doesn't do it for me. But I want to give him an honorable mention because I really felt that scene that he submitted when he was talking with Victor. In that moment, that was rawness, that was passion, that was Adam, that was that wounded child who just want to connect with their parent, their father so bad. And I think there's many people out there who can relate to that. So I do want to give him an honorable mention for that. That was a great scene and that was a great moment. So then shifting into lead actor Jason Thompson, who plays, I was about to say Patrick Drake, no, that's the GH days, <laughs> Billy Abbott on The Young and the Restless, he won. And that's great. I'm happy for him. I love the actor on GH and I love him on The Young and the Restless. So I'm absolutely happy for him. I think, you know, from what we see on social media, he seems like a great person. So I'm all for it. I just want to give an honorable mention and shout out to John Lindstrom 
who plays Kevin slash Ryan Chamberlain on GH. Now, when he's in the role of Kevin, he's so boring <laughs> and not a favorite character, not someone I want on the screen. But for me, he shows his range when he's playing, you know, Kevin and then the dual role of Ryan Chamberlain because to play such a boring, you know, quote unquote good guy that Kevin is and then to switch to the deranged and psychotic but very dynamic Ryan Chamberlain it shows his range it shows his talent and his ability and I really want to give him a shout out and honorable mention for that because I think he did great so if he won too I would have been happy um little shady moment here but you know I'm I'm okay with Steve Burton not winning I mean if you would have asked me beforehand like I always would be rooting for Steve Burton but he's kind of a bad seed I've seen you know alleged things that he's done I'm gonna say alleged for legal purposes but he's a little bad seed um so I'm not rooting for him and also just in general I've really thought about it when I've read the comments on the boards and the character of Jason Morgan it is very robotic there's not much range and passion that can be shown and even when he transitioned to Dylan on Young and the Restless it was still a dud you know for me so I don't know I'm just gonna leave it at that you know, not to get into slander territory. So anyway, shifting to lead actress. So Heather Tom, one, she plays Katie on The Bowl and the Beautiful, CBS. I would like to say Heather Tom is a great actress. So in terms of acting ability, I'm not mad that she won, but I wouldn't want it for her because it's always the same thing. Like she's always winning for crying. She always has like the same storylines, either it's a health crisis or she's being cheated on by Bill. Those are the two things they give Heather Tom. So I'm not mad at her winning for acting ability, but I just want somebody else who gets new storylines to portray to win. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy to win for something that you've done over and over again. So for me, I would have liked to see Maura West win on GH. She plays Ava. I think she's a wonderful actress. Even when Ava gets on my nerves, I still root for Ava because I adore the actress with everything in me. She is one of my most favorite actresses in daytime. So I believe she should have won the lead actress role. And I think she's great all of the time. And I think she was great, you know, with the fallout of Kiki's murder. I think she was great with realizing that Ryan Chamberlain, the man that she fell in love with, wasn't Kevin. And that he was, in fact, Ryan Chamberlain and killed her daughter so I think she was lovely and I think she deserved the award but again no shade no foul none of that to Heather Tom I think she's brilliant so moving on to more of the show in terms of itself winning so Bold and Beautiful won for writing again I can't speak to the storyline and they did get high ratings during the reveal of Beth being alive and being you know with Steffi and being Hope and Liam starter all along um so I would say maybe it was great and I think there was that ability I saw certain scenes during the telecast that maybe think maybe was a great storyline so i won't knock it for winning for writing for submitting maybe that episode and related things but overall i will knock the rating for bone beautiful again i'm tuned out for three years and i want to come back but there's nothing that i see that makes me want to come back whatsoever and the storylines they've been the same i mean Steffi, liam and hope that whole thing started with in 2011 so almost a decade the same kind of things bill cheating on katie with brooke or with whoever like Steffi, all of those things you know, they've been done so many times over the last decade. It's nothing new. It's nothing fresh. So it's kind of a slap in the face for <laughs> to me for them to win the writing award when that was, I mean, even the baby swap thing, that's so tired. But I guess they did it brilliantly. And again, I won't knock it because I didn't watch it. And I do think from the scenes I saw that it had potential. But just in general, 
them receiving a writing award is like a no for me like one moment doesn't absolve you for the last like 10 years of the same old thing you know just swapping out characters I mean even the intern stuff that I saw with Zoe and I don't remember I think I don't remember his name but the the uh, other black male actor intern and then Emma like it was the same thing you know as Zenday and Nicole and Sasha so again just nothing new same old thing just new faces new people whatever so I just want more so I don't know if they deserved it or not thinking as a whole but if you just want to go all based off that storyline then maybe sure whatever directing I'm always a GH girl I'm always going to feel in root for GH for the most part but in terms of that directing award for what they submitted that episode with the whole like Christmas Carol like thing I don't think it deserved it. It was a cute episode, you know, just a cute little Christmas special moment. But that was not the best episode of the entire year. That's not representative of the show. And I just don't think it should have been submitted, let alone win the award for, you know, best directing or whatever. It was cute, but just just no. I'm so happy that Young and the Restless won for Outstanding Drama Series and that the episode submitted was, you know, honoring Christoph St. John. He was a favorite of mine. I'm still so hurt at his passing, but I hope that he's finding peace. I hope he's somewhere with Julian happy and finally at peace, finally okay. And I think the Young and the Restless did a beautiful job honoring him. I think he would have been proud. I think everyone did a brilliant job at executing and expressing their emotions. It was a powerful episode. And I mean, from every clip, from Crystal's clip, from Brighton's clip, to just the moments they showed in between when they were honoring Kristoff for a brief moment on a break, to the clips that we saw, you know, that they submitted for Outstanding Drama Series, I felt it all over again. I felt the sadness, the emotion, the pain, all of that moment from mourning Kristoff St. John. So I'm totally happy that they won. So just speaking to how I feel about the Emmys overall, I actually thought it was great. I didn't mind the virtual nature of it. I thought it would be kind of crappy, but it was actually great. I liked it. It went smoothly. I wasn't bored. Like it captured my attention. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if that's the route they went in the future. And I just hope that it's on TV in the future. I hope the ratings were enough to do that. And even if this is the way they approach it in the future, just to have it on TV, I'll be fine with that. I had no issues, actually. I loved it. It was more personal, more intimate. So again, yeah, all for it. So now I want to wrap up the show by talking about what I hope to see from shows when they return. So again, I don't watch Days of Our Lives, so I can't speak to that. But I'm going to start with Bold and Beautiful because I would like to, again, like I said, return to the show. So what I want to see, new storylines, something new, something fresh. And I know for shows I've been on for such a long time, I know for shows that run five days a week, that's hard. But you can do it. I promise you can do it. Even if this is a like once and we got to wait for like another two years or three years for a new, totally new storyline. I'm fine with that. Just give us something new. I want to see new faces. And I don't mean just for a little bit. You know, I want to see them actually stick around. I want to see new faces. I want to see new families, maybe two new families, and they cannot be tied to the Logans or the Foresters. I would preferably like to see minority. I'd like to see a new black family since they pretty much decimated the Avant and they're barely there and we barely see Carter or a Hispanic family or, you know, Latinx family or an Asian family. I want to see those things. I want to see Sefi get a new man, one that loves her and only her, that has no eyes for anyone, that's like Hope who and never cares about Hope. I want her 
to find love and peace and joy. And I also want a completely new storyline for Heather Tom. I don't want her a dollar bill anymore. I don't want any more cheating sessions. I don't want any more health crisis. I want something new and fresh for her and she deserves it. So that's what I want to see from Bold and Beautiful. For Young and the Restless, I want to see a Millie, which is the squish name for Amanda and Billy. I want to see them. I want to see them get together. I want to see them find their way back to each other and try as a couple. I mean, I get the people who are against it and want better for Amanda. I get it. I get that Billy Boy, as Victor would call him, is a hot mess. But I feel like they have such chemistry and connection. And maybe we can find Billy, you know, keep the same essential qualities and not switch too much but find more balance and betterness about himself like there's a way to write it to make it mix well and so I want to see them together I don't want to see him first with Lily and then back to Amanda I don't want to see a love triangle over tired done just give me Amanda and Billy please and while I love Brittany and Brighton both you know as actors both I especially love Brittany you know when she was Valerie on GH and that's I was so happy to see her find her way on Young and the Restless um, and I love them as a couple, beautiful black love. But I want them separated on the show. I want to see Elena and Nate. I don't know who I want to see Devon with. Um, but I want to see Elena with Nate. I feel like that's when she really sparkles in terms of the character. I want to see Victor and Adam to finally come together. And I want that to be for more than five seconds, more than two days, more than a week. I want them to finally squash this beef. It's old, it's tired, it's more refreshing to see them actually be a family. I want to see Nick and Phyllis apart. I want to see them alone. I want to see them grow as characters. I want them to grow beyond being self-centered, sex-centered beings. I want more storyline for Jack and Tracy. I love the Abbots. I want them to do more. I feel like Jack has been so backburnered, you know? GH. So I want to see more story with Cyrus and I want him to see I want him to be a very, very like valid formidable foe against Sonny I want this to be a really hard tough battle that you say I don't know this might be it for Sonny even though you know he's the main character I want it to be written so well so intense that it actually makes you question it um, I want to see Cam and Trina getting together I want Trina to finally be revealed as Curtis's child and see that fallout I want to see the truth about Sasha and Chase and their plan out there I want to see more cordial family moments between Lulu and Valentine for Charlotte's sake. I love the moment where they pulled together and they hugged her together. I want to see more Ryan Chamberlain. I feel like that gives John Lindstrom more material, more dynamic things to do. And I like him. Of course, you have to take him in doses before it becomes too cartoony or too much. But I still want to see more. I want to see Nick and Ava finally get together. Um, but if they swap partners, I'll be fine with that because I'm also not an Elizabeth and Franco fan and there's nothing you could do to change that. I want to see Peter be exposed. I'm so sick of him getting away with everything. I'm just, ugh. I want to see Anna and Maxie apologize to everyone with full egg all over their face for like three weeks. <laughs> and I want Peter to exit the canvas. There's no need for his character. He doesn't do anything for me and I don't think he does much for anyone. He can go. Boy, bye. <laughs> Um, Nell can stay and I'm, I'm surprised I'm saying that but she needs to be humbled and she needs to be toned down she can still keep her edge but right now she's just so despicable and it's so hard to root for her Jax can go back to Australia boo and I used to be a Jax fan but I'm no longer fond of Ingo due to social media comments and a personal exchange that we have via Instagram DMs and I'm not going to go into all of that but yeah he can go absolutely any minute now and I'm happy for it
So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and I will be doing more in the future. So just stay tuned. Um, Yeah, so thank y'all so much. I hope you have a lovely Sunday and I hope your week is beautiful. Bye, y'all.